The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, liberals, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Monday morning. Hope you guys had a great weekend, great Lord's Day. And uh, glad to have you guys back with us. Good to see all the boat rockers here in the in the chat room across the various video platforms. Speaking of which, if you'd like to watch the video portion of the show, you can check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Sonsoflibertymedia.com. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Just scroll down there right there on the right side of the page, and we're going live there, as well as on my Twitter account at FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter, as well as Periscope on Setting Brush Fires, our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com each morning on the weekday, and then on Saturday mornings a little later at 8 a.m. And then DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. You can also find us on Spreely, Gab, MeWe, Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. I'm sorry, Donna. He's not going to be around forever. Every man dies. It's appointed a man wants to die. And after that, the judgment. Same for me, same for you, okay? Um, it's kind of like those people that say rock and roll will live forever. Um, no, not really, it won't. <laughs> uh, it's that kind of thing. But I'm going to address some of that. I'm going to address some of that uh, uh, Trumpite worship that is, that is taking place in our country. See if we can get you to think about things from an objective perspective. The ne- The number one thing is... The issue of justice. Um, I've talked about this before, and I'm trying to think of something else that I was going to bring up today, um, just to give some flavor of what I'm talking about. I'm going to be reading a little bit of a friend of mine's piece from yesterday. He sent it over to me. He says, "Before you publish this, tell me what you think." And um, so I'm 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 going to do that, and then I'm bringing up some other things here too. Because I think it goes to make the point of what the show is going to be about. And that is, just how much longer will President Trump leave off justice? And what will that result in? And we're going to point to the Bible and the Constitution. That is our standard. Okay? That's our standard. And by the way, if you have a problem with what I'm putting out, you're more than welcome to call in. The phone lines are open. Okay? In fact, I didn't... Uh, I didn't turn it on here, so let me do that real quickly. 
Uh, the phone lines are going to be open, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. The lines are open. Don't come at me in the chat room because I can't I can't respond because it's going to be monologue today. Okay, I'll have to respond to you in voice. But the thing is, is if you think I'm wrong, you bring that opposition, we'll let the people hear you. And um, no, they're not. I know what justice is, Ward, and we're not seeing it, bro. Again, if you would like to call in and make your point, be glad to hear it. Otherwise, I'm going to show you where he's not bringing justice and and to show you what he is doing to violate the law himself. Okay? So, Ward, if you'd like to call in, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Oh, it's biblical, all right, but it isn't the biblical that you're speaking about. You see, when God wants to judge nations, he sends them wicked rulers. And many of them come, as the Bible says, Satan's ministers, as angels of light. Many of you forget that. Many of you think Antichrist is somebody who's got horns coming out of his head and he's, you know, just this evil personified and however you picture that. And he is evil, don't get me wrong. Antichrists are wicked and evil. But they bear with them a certain mentality, a certain doctrine that God has not come in the flesh. And it isn't just in what they don't say or what they say in their doctrine. It's how they conduct themselves, too. That bears out, too. That's First John as well. One can't say that he walks in the light and lives in darkness, right? So that's, it's not just what they're saying. It's what they're doing. Now, with that said, I want to start off with, with this little piece here. And I'm going to play another one. This is, this is just... Yeah, Terry, you're welcome to call in and correct me then if I'm lying. 215-TOP-TALK. Man up. Woman up. Quit sitting behind your keyboard. Warrior. Arm check, armchair. Quarterback stuff. Call in. You're more than welcome to do that. I'll hear you. Then we'll respond to you. And we'll see who's lying. Okay? We'll see who's lying. All right. I didn't say that, Willie. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> uh, anyway, here's the thing. I want to play a cut two clips to remind you of something. And then I want to play a third one to remind you of something because it seems to me people have forgotten all of this and they continue to deceive themselves into thinking Exactly, Greg. That's exactly who an Antichrist is. Exactly who it is. And the way they live, too, is conducted in 1 John as well as 2 John also. And 1 John carries that several places. You're not even welcome into your house. All right? So let me give you these first couple um, of clips. And you guys on the radio, you'll be able to hear these as well. Okay? All right, here we go. Speak. The people of this country are furious. In my opinion... The people that have been long-term workers at the FBI are furious. There has never been anything like this where emails and you get a subpoena, you get a subpoena, and after getting the subpoena, you delete 33,000 emails. And then you acid wash them or bleach them, as you would say, a very expensive process. So we're going to get a special prosecutor, and we're going to look into it because you know what? People have been 
Their lives have been destroyed for doing one-fifth of what you've done, and it's a disgrace. And honestly, you ought to be ashamed of Secretary yourself. Secretary Clinton, I want Martha, to follow let, up let, on that. Yeah, I'm going to let, let you talk about it now. Because everything he just said is absolutely false, but I'm not oh, surprised. Really? In the first debate, time at the first debate, we had millions of people uh, fact-checking, so I expect we'll have millions more fact-checking uh, because, you know, it is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah, because you'd be in jail. <laughs> Remember right. those words. Remember that mic drop, right. yo. This was January 20th, four months after he told Hillary he'll lock her up. Ring that I wanted to say, because I was very honored, very, very honored, when I heard that President Bill Clinton and Secretary Hillary Clinton was coming today, and I think it's appropriate to say, and I'd like you to stand up. I'd like you to stand up. <laughs> I thought he was going to lock away, bro. What happened? <laughs> Yo, this is what you call... Five-dimensional checkers, yo. This is what you call five-dimensional checkers. <laughs> and honestly, there's nothing more I can say because I have a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing more you can say because you've already demonstrated in your actions you don't believe, you don't even adhere to your own words. You people who continue to say that, Trump 2020, you keep going in there. Um... Are you stupid? Are you mental? And I mean stupid by hard-headed, unwilling to see the truth. That's what I mean. Because, well, hold on. We've got somebody calling in. There's a caller. Uh, Janice calling in. Hang on just a second. We'll clear her up. Hey, Janice, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I would like to share with people a platform that I created, um, judicialpedia.com. It's all about justice for every American, the poorest of the poor. Um, it's a platform where you can go and register and put your case up and as to what took place in the courtroom. We are being ignored, and most Americans don't have a voice. You can be very wealthy, but if you don't have powerful connections and money you can't win in the court system sure no i i know and a lot of people have to pay for that um what is that specifically on for the issue of that we're dealing with here with uh, with the president doing his job well basically the reason i created this site was because of in 2014 the fbi did a directive in virginia and the fbi's directive was that um, nobody was, that all Virginia um, corruption was to go directly to the FBI in um, D.C. So every time I would call with one of my Virginia issues, which is why the pl platform has been created, um, I would basically be hung up on, I you know, whatever. Well, what I found out was from an FBI agent was this directive was to cover up, was to help Hillary Clinton. It was basically to cover up for Governor Terry McAuliffe, who was supposed was her first choice of a um, vice president. 
and that was 130,000 Chinese donation that he had taken. And they did finally say it was legal, but he lied about it. He first said that he didn't know the guy, and then it wound up that not only did he know the Chinese guy, he also had introductions with the Clintons to him and at different events. And then there was a company called Green Tech that um, Terry McAuliffe and Hillary Rodham Clinton's brother are now getting sued by 32 Chinese nationalists. And um, Green Tech was a company to build um, electric cars. And they they went over to China and sold EB5, which is where you know people put a certain amount of money in. They automatically get their citizenship, but they have to create 40 jobs in the United States in five years. So they went and they built a plant. They built five cars and nothing more than that. And um, so the Chinese nationalists didn't get their um, investment back, nor did they get um, their citizenship back because Hillary Clinton didn't win. And then you have McCabe is also from here. And the donations, which came up to about $750,000 to his wife. And then her second choice was Mark Warner. And Mark Warner didn't get to be a um, VP because he paid to play in the federal judgeship, trading a federal judgeship in Virginia, which, of course, he was cleared of. But the Washington Post and the story behind it doesn't show that. And that's really how she came up with Senator Tim Kaine as her VP. And so we have a prob- a huge problem with justice in America. Sure. And um, go ahead. No, we we have. Why don't you give Why don't you give your website out and let me get on to what I got to get on here, and uh, we'll let people go over there and find out more about what you've got going on there. Okay, I really appreciate it. It's judicialpedia.com. You know, we're trying to make America's judiciary accountable okay. and also, um, you know, give people voice. The poorest of poor can put their case up there and what the judge did directly to them, what the um, um, CPS did, what happened in a guardianship or anything like that. Okay. Because we are not getting justice in America in our courts. I agree. I agree. All right. Thank you, Janice. We appreciate your call this morning. Okay. Thank you very much. You have a great day. Okay. You too. All right, there goes Janice, and you can check her out at her website there. We appreciate your call very much, Janice. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I get this question all the time when I started on this. Well, who's your solution? Well, who are you going? That's not the right question. You're missing the point, guys. If the guy is violating the law, if he's not doing his job, you get rid of him, and our Constitution already has something in place that somebody steps in. That's called a vice president. If he doesn't do the job, you get rid of him. And the Constitution lays it out again as to how that goes. And that goes over to somebody you definitely don't want to be in there. (laughs) All right? So quit with the, the stupid questioning. That is the propaganda you've been fed. Who do I support? Well, you're going to find out this week because I'm going to have him on the show, Don Blankenship of the Constitution Party. That's who I've been voting Constitution Party for Two decades now. So here's the question. Here's the question for you. Why do you continue to choose evil over that which is good? It's the lesser of two evils, but it's still evil. Why do you do that? And deceive yourself into thinking something's going to change. It's not. Now, I I played for you these two clips, right? Trump saying, if I was in charge, then you'd be in jail. Well, we're almost four years into it. 
She's not in jail. Not even close to a perp walk. Nor is Obama. Nor is Eric Holder. Nor is Loretta Lynch. Nor is any of these other yahoos. The same agenda is being advanced. Yes, you're being told one thing. But on the side of the actions, on the side of the fruit, when you go to pull the fruit off the tree, it's rotten to the core. The same globalist education agenda is being advanced by this administration, him, his wife, and his daughter. Okay? You can see that every Wednesday on this show. We document it. And he's not alone in it. I'm not saying it's all on Trump. But here's his promise to you, America. Those of you saying Trump 2020, this was his promise to you. Hillary would be in jail. Many of you voted for him for that very reason. And as soon... (laughs) Yeah. Ah, Sue, you're deceived. You really need to look at your history of presidents. You're so deceived that you forget the first thing that Trump did when he won the election was to tell you this. I've just received a call from Secretary Clinton. She congratulated us, it's about us, on our victory. And I congratulated her and her family on a very, very hard-fought campaign. I mean, she, she fought very hard. Hillary has worked very long and very hard over a long period of time, and we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to our country. Listen listen to the applause. Listen. You hear the wind go out of the room when he said that? The wind went out of the room when he said that. Okay? Now, understand something. Whoops, I hit the wrong button here. Understand something. The wind ran out of the room because everybody was expecting the push for justice, which, by the way, is his job. Article 2, Section 3. Has he done that job? No, he is not. No, he is not. Is Hillary Clinton still walking free to attack him? Yes, she is. Is Barack Obama walking free to attack him? Yes, he is. Stop and think about that just for a moment. Some of you out there, I see the conservative headlines. Obama is behind BLM and Antifa. Soros money is going there. Hillary Clinton is talking about this and doing that. And Eric Holder comes out of nowhere to speak about how Trump ought to be whatever. What's emboldened these people? What's emboldened them? A lack of justice. No justice. No justice, folks. Going to be dealing with uh, a couple of other things in here. I've got just a number of things that I want to just put out there. I mean, I really do. And it's probably going to come later in this week, since I'll have some free days in the week, unless somebody fills them. (laughs) But here's the thing. Donald Trump promised you that three and a half years ago, and you guys are still buying what he's shoveling. You're still smelling it, thinking it's roses, but it's not. 
Uh, Ruth, you're welcome to call in and show how we're being deceptive. I just showed you what the man said. I showed you what he did or what he's failed to do. 215 Top Talk. You're welcome to call in, Ruth. Give us a call. Show us. Don't just say it. Demonstrate it. Give me the evidence. I'm giving you the evidence of what's going on. Now, there's several other issues. Let me bring these up. How many of you guys, your Trump supporters out there, and the rest of us, for that matter, how many of you guys believe that Rashida Tlaib is a criminal on many fronts? I do. I believe she's a criminal. I believe it's documented she was engaged in fraud to get into office. I think the documents demonstrate that she is, that she committed fraud. Again, Helen, what does, what does the Constitution say what the, what the issue is? The issue is you hold these people accountable by the Constitution. I mean, good night. I don't, it's like talking to a wall with some of these people. They're unable to think. Rashida Tlaib was found guilty of misusing campaign funds. Did you guys hear about that? She was found guilty of misusing... This is a woman who attacked the president and said, we're going to impeach the MFR. Where's justice, guys? Where's the justice? Huh? Where's the justice over a fraud that was committed? You know, she didn't even get a slap on the wrist... This comes from the Federalist. On Friday, the Democrat, all this comes on Fridays. On Friday, the Democrat controlled U.S. House Ethics Committee found that Tlaib violated federal law by using campaign funds for personal purposes. But the committee did not admonish the first term lawmaker and squad member, noting that it is within existing rules for a candidate to draw a salary from the ca- campaign under certain conditions. It found a portion of the salary she took after her 2018 election were inconsistent with the requirements of federal elections law, but it said her errors were of, quote, bad timing and not ill intent. Right. Right. Come on. And that she had made, quote, good faith efforts to comply with the law's requirements. No, she didn't. And that's demonstrated by her fraud in running for office, providing an an address that wasn't even in her district or providing an address that was in her district while she was somewhere else. And that's her own daddy saying it. The committee in its report said, while the committee recognizes that the campaign environment can at at times lend itself to hurried decision-making, as a member-elect of Congress, Representative Tlaib had a greater duty to ensure that any funding she received from her campaign after a general election was fully compliant with the statutory requirements and fully transparent with the public. Now, this is law, right? But here's the thing. What did they do for Representative Tlaib? They said, oh, you just have to pay that money back. Now, if that were you or me, we're not in that club that George Carlin used to talk about. It would not only be that, it would be paying some kind of interest, tacked on fees, fines, all kinds of... You know it would. You know it would, people. This isn't even a slap on the wrist. It's just give the money back that you took. Give the money back that you took. 
Let me give you another one. Another member of the squad. Ilhan Omar won't be prosecuted for immigration fraud for marrying her brother. This comes from World Net Daily. Leo Homan. Federal investigators have decided not to prosecute Representative Ilhan Omar for immigration fraud, despite the publicly available evidence that she married her brother to gain him lawful status to remain in the United States. Robert, it is not about which evil is better than the other evil. It is about whether or not justice is being conducted. If you want to stand on the side of evil, you got both of them. You got both of those guys. Stand with them. All right? Stand with them if you want evil. That's what you're going to get. The news that two separate federal agencies have declined to pursue charges against Omar after a months-long probe came from a veteran insider at the Department of Homeland Security. The case was investigated by the FBI and involved at least one other agency, but the U.S. attorney in Minnesota, Erica McDonald, has decided not to prosecute. It's also big of me when you consider, Mike, uh, when you consider that she was married to another man at the same time she was married to her brother. Those are, that's against the law as well. Okay? The case was, okay, <clears throat> McDonald is a Republican who was appointed to her post in June 28th by President Trump. Do you see where I'm going, people? Records indicate Omar was married to two men at the same time in 2009 and that one of them, Ahmad Elmi, was her own brother and a citizen of Britain. Omar denounced the accusations as disgusting lies by bloggers who were engaging in Islamophobia. She refused to address questions on the matter. And you know what? No, I'm not blaming Congress Brad. You know why I'm not blaming uh, blaming Congress? Because the... Article 2, Section 3 says that the president is responsible to make sure the laws are faithfully executed. He is the chief law uh, enforcement officer in the land. This is his job. Congress does not enforce law. The president does. Get that right. Stop deflecting where the buck stops. There's all kinds of stories here. You can check this out at sonslibertymedia.com. These are two of the big ones, okay? Now, why are they being left in there? Well, I'll tell you. It's so he can take pot shots of your mama jokes at Tlaib and Omar. They're pretty low-hanging fruit. They're pretty easy to deal with in that. They are. It's in hopes that he's going to win the affections of the people again in Michigan and Minnesota and get their votes, okay? That's what's going on here. And it's being allowed to go on. And as I was listing before Janice called in, all of these people that you and I, look, even the Trump supporters, you know and I know, they're corrupt as the day is long. Clinton, both Clintons, Eric Holder, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. Of course, she wasn't elected. All of that. Again, Paul, we're not democratic. We're pointing to the law, bro. Wish you would hold to the law, too. Wish you'd be our friend and hold to the law instead of your political party. 
And this is what <clears throat> this is what goes on when you don't bring justice to a, to people who deserve it. You embolden them to commit crimes. How many of you have read all the the, the criminals with the internet? Now you can see it. If a person doesn't get justice, they just get a little jail time or something. It doesn't correct them. And they come back and they commit a different crime. And this time it's more heinous than the one before. And then they're let out again. And they commit a, a, a crime that's even more heinous than that. And they do it over and over. And you see them build up on it because they won't bring justice. You know, Jesus had words for the Pharisees. He says, the one thing that you left off was justice and mercy. You paid the tithe of your mint and your cumin and your anise. You you you. You pick out all the little seeds to do your tithing. But you left off justice and mercy. And so what do we see? Some people said, oh, well, James Comey is getting what he deserved because now he's been fired. Or uh, uh, who was it? McCabe, that he's gone now. Or any of these people. And I want to ask you something. What kind of money do you think James Comey got from his book? An attack on Donald Trump. What, what, do you, what kind of money do you think that Hillary's made on her books? What kind of money do you think that Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, the usurper, he wasn't even a president, he was a usurper. What kind of money do you think he makes on his little speech tours? And what I was getting at, too, was we're told that Obama and these other people, I'm going to tell you in just a moment, MD, I'm going to tell you at least what, what I think it is. What you get from the conservatives now in the media is you're seeing, well, Obama is behind and Soros are behind Antifa and BLM, which I don't have any doubt that they are. But why are they behind them? Because somebody hadn't brought justice that promised you and me justice. Why are these things happening in our major cities? And look, let me show you this. Before I show you this, though, how many of you guys have seen this guy, um, Pastor Dave, Dave, uh, Dana Coverstone? Now, look, I believe I, I'm very clear about what I think the well, what the Bible does say. Jeremiah 28, 23, 28 says the prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Now, I'm one that believes that dreams are from God. I mean, God, look, I hold to a theology that nothing happens. Uh, yeah, thanks, Richard. Uh, you're welcome to call in and say that if you'd like, or correct me if I'm wrong instead of calling me names. That's called a logical fallacy, what you're engaged in at home. But this guy, Dana, what he did was he had a dream. And he told the dream. He wasn't making a big deal out of it. He says, I'm not a prophet or any of this other kind of stuff. This is the dream I had. In fact, because of my time, um, well, I'm going to go ahead and play it just a little bit. And then I'm going to show you what's going on. Okay? I'm going to show you what's going on. And then I'm going to tell you why I think whatever's happening. Okay? Here's Dana. And then I saw September. And I saw the finger underneath the word September. And I like emphasizing it and tapped it three times. And then I saw October come up. And then I saw November, and this is when it got real to me in the dream. I think the intensity, uh, according to my Fitbit, when I woke up, my heart rate was about 180. So that was Monday night. 
was also a night that I woke up not feeling very well at all. I was up during the night, not feeling well. But anyway, the minute the finger underlined November three times, instead of tapping it, I saw a fist ball up and it hit the calendar. And literally, the calendar exploded into the wall. The numbers seemed like they were 3D and they were falling. They were just flying everywhere. And there was a cloud of chaos that started. And then the next thing I saw was I saw... I saw armed protesters. I saw fighting in the streets. I saw people pummeling one another. I saw businesses shuttered and shut up. I saw, I saw schools closed. I saw schoolrooms with cobwebs hanging in them and like things like papers falling off the wall and posters felt like no one had been in them for months. I saw banks, bank buildings with the roofs being taken off. And it looked almost like alien abduction because money was just flying through the roof into some type of like a vacuum cleaner. That sounds kind of strange, but I was watching wealth just being taken. I saw politicians in back rooms uh, making deals with people, pat, you know, patting people on the back and, and laughing and smiling and smirking. And I saw monuments. I saw, I saw Washington, D.C. burning. I saw Washington, D.C. blazing. I saw fires everywhere. I saw people being rounded up. I saw Chinese and Russian soldiers on the ground. And Russian soldiers were telling the Chinese soldiers to go and pick up these people, round up these people, secure this quadrant, secure this area. I saw blue helmets of the U.N. I saw military things taking place. I also saw no sign of President Trump. I saw no sign of leadership in Washington, D.C. But the vultures that I had seen were now like gargoyles, and they were 10 feet off the ground, 10 to 15 feet off the ground. Okay, that was the relevant portion that I wanted to do. And, uh, Greg, why am I showing you that? Well, I'm fixing to show you. Now, this was given sometime in June, okay? Actually, he's not, Scott, and... His actions demonstrate he's not bringing the Constitution back to power. This is the problem that you're missing. Um, in fact, the latest example of that is his executive order to extend unemployment uh, benefits. Where is that, Scott? How is that constitutional? First, how is unemployment benefits constitutional? Show me that in there. Article, section, and clause, please. And then second, where the, where the, um, the president has the power of the purse. You don't even know your own Constitution, man. This is what I'm talking about. People just think he's constitutional because he says, I am constitutional. I love the Constitution. I love America. So here's the issue. Um, I'm, well, I can't do it right now. I've got to lead up to that MD. That's just the way it is. You can catch the show later. You can play it back over. Sorry about that. Um, so if you remember, he said something happens in September. Let me show you what's going on in September. And he didn't know this when it happened. Okay. He did not know this when he spoke this. Hashtag White House siege. This group, this group plans to lay siege to and occupy the White House next month. Okay? This is what happens when you don't bring justice. This will kind of give you a clue, MD. The nation that forgets God, and God is a God of justice. I'm going to give you some biblical text here when we close out to, to pull the point together. He's a God of justice. Justice surrounds his throne. He is holy. He is separate from sinners who are lawbreakers. That's what sin is, violation of the law. Okay? 
He has not brought justice in these matters. He has not seen to it that justice has been brought. And so what does the Bible say when you leave off God in that manner? What does it say is going to happen? The nation will be turned into hell. So you say, why am I playing Dana Coverstone? He's giving you a, a dream. I'm not, I'm not saying it's inspired of God, it's the Word of God. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is he said it, and he didn't know these things were there in June. Is what he says is coming in November and December going to come to pass? I don't know. I don't know. But I see this happening here. And you can see the people here setting up for this for 50 days from September 17th to November 3rd. Okay? From September 17th to November 13th or 3rd. Now, if you're listening by Red State Talk Radio or you're watching the video portions, you can go to sonslibertymedia.com. It's right there on the front page. You can click on it and read what's going on. You can see the tweets. I don't, I don't even know why the tweets are not coming up properly on here because some of them have different statements here. Well, here, here's one. On September 17th, 2020, we will lay siege to the White House for exactly 50 days. We need your wisdom and expertise to pull off a radically democratic tone shift in our politics. Are you ready for the revolution? Folks, this is inciting people to insurrection. And this is why I always say that when we go back to the 1700s, we did not have a revolution. We had a war for independence. There's a tremendous difference. Revolution is to flip something up on its head. Our forefathers fought to restore the rule of law, to limit the tyrant, to push the tyrant away and allow law to be law and order to be established again. That's what they fought for. Okay? That's what they fought for. Here again, we have more tweets. The Secret Service does not tolerate protests in front of the White House. Actually, they've been tolerating peaceful ones and non-peaceful ones. They're not the Portland police, and they're not as kind as DHS. Anyone planning a White House siege will be shot dead as soon as they cross the barricades. I don't know that they're going to be done that. You know, there's some, look, there's optics even in the Trump administration for letting people cross over that fence. Remember, the one guy got right up to the White House. Now, how does that happen? It's optics. It's optics. And those of you not paying attention and think that Trump is any different than the guy who was in there before, yeah, he is in what he says and how he says it. But there's lawlessness that abounds with Donald Trump as well. And I'm going to get to something else that Dana said here in just a moment about not seeing Trump around, not seeing the cabinet around in his dream. I'm going to get to that in just a minute too, okay? Out of Trump's own mouth. Now, a siege, uh, this was from Daisy Luther, this article here. A military operation in which enemy forces surround a town or building, cutting off essential supplies with the aim of compelling the surrender of those inside. Now, here's the question I have for you guys. We talked, I talked to you guys about the militia. That's you and me. That's not DHS. That's not the FBI. That's not the Secret Service. It's not NSA or any of these people. 
You and I are the solution here. It is not Trump. It is not Congress. You and I are the solution. We're the militia. And go back and read your Constitution. Read your Bible. Who the militia is made up of and see what they're to do. They're to be the tool in the hand of the president to enforce the law. Not DHS, not FBI, not any of those alphabet agencies. The militia. They're the tool in the hand of the president to enforce the laws of the union. Okay? You and me. If you're mad about justice, it's because we're not a part of that justice. And we are constitutional. Okay? That's you and me. Like it or not. And we've shirked our responsibility and our duty in that and haven't demanded that the states that we reside in, the sovereign states, appoint the officers we need, get our training, and be the militia to do what we're supposed to do under the law. And that's bring justice. We're to bring people to justice. Okay? There it is. But these people want to come in and siege the White House. Now, what is that? Well, that's called insurrection. If you want to go out and protest, and you're going to do that peacefully, that's one thing. You're going to go say, I'm going to siege the people's house. That's insurrection. The militia is to be used to put down insurrections and repel invasions according to our Constitution. All right? That's what it's supposed to be. This isn't about Trump 2020 or Biden 2020 or any of those other knuckleheads that the media throws up to you and they're two dog bowls they want you to eat out of and which you gladly eat out of saying, I'm choosing the lesser of two evils. It's kind of like saying, I'm eating the lesser of the poisons. I'd rather die a slow, terrible, horrible death than one that's quick. It's the same thing. And yet you're fussing at me because somehow I'm (laughs) un-American? It's amazing to me how people don't think through that stuff. They just spit out the propaganda. They ask the same questions, and they don't see what's going on. Now, if you remember, in Dana's dream, one of the things that he did was he said he didn't see President Trump. He didn't see the cabinet members, nobody in the White House. It was on fire, all this. This happened over the weekend. President Trump went to Whirlpool, and I want you to pay very close attention to what he says. They are so wealthy. They are so wealthy. Nobody has any idea who the hell they are, what they do. They make more money than the drug companies. You know, in all fairness, at least the drug companies have to produce a product, and it has to be a good product. But the middlemen, well, the rebate that I'm doing cuts out the middlemen and it reduces costs and the Money goes back to the people purchasing the drugs. So I have a lot of enemies out there. This may be the last time you'll see me for a while. A lot of very, very rich enemies. Did you hear that? They are not happy with what I'm doing. But I figure we have one chance to do it, and no other president's going to do what I do. No other president would do a favored nations, a rebate, a buy from other nations at much less cost. Nobody. And there are a lot of unhappy people. And they're very rich people, and they're very unhappy. And they are so oh, wealthy. There's just so many people after me, and I, nobody would do whatever, anything that I've done. Uh, yeah. Well, we saw all kinds of stuff that was going on in the Obama administration. We saw it in the Bill Clinton administration. We saw it in the Bush administration. 
You see all kinds of stuff that are going on here. These very rich enemies. Hmm. Hmm. Are, are some of these rich enemies people that he gave billions of dollars unconstitutionally to develop a vaccine? Hmm. Are, are those some of the rich people that he's talking about that are angry with him? I mean, he's already given them billions of dollars. Is some of it was it him doing it, or was it somebody like Dell Bigtree who actually stood up and said, "You know what? You guys can't do this with your vaccines because under the law, you have to do this amount of time of testing. You have to have a placebo test, all of this other stuff." And he's filed a lawsuit, and it's pushed back all of this stuff that's talking about shoving vaccines out, which have never, ever, never, ever in the history of man been proven to prevent a disease. It's propaganda. But it has been proven to cause harm to people. And yes, folks, that billions of dollars that Donald Trump gave those vaccine companies, that's unconstitutional, which means it's lawless. He might as well gave it to the mother Muslim Brotherhood. It's just as lawless as Obama doing it. By the way, he has been giving it to the Muslim Brotherhood <laughs> at three times the rate that Obama did. I didn't even bring that up. That just came to my mind because we've covered that too. But people don't want to see it because, well, Tim, he talks about America first. He talks about America first. I mean, why, why would you say such a thing about a man who is America first? Well, let me just take you back just a little bit. Is he really America first? Pretty big time on Israel, isn't he? Israel seems to be first in my home state of South Carolina, the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. They made pretended legislation that you cannot boycott the nation of Israel. You can't, I mean, basically you can't speak out against them. It's anti-Semitic or something weird. I don't, I don't get it. It's a clear violation of the First Amendment and free speech and freedom of assembly. Whether you like Israel or not, is ridiculous. Okay? But is he America first? Because if he's America first, he's going to bring justice. That's his job. Article 2, Section 3. I keep saying it over and over, and people in the chat room just don't get it. They think his job is the economy. It's not. It's not anywhere in the Constitution that his job is the economy. It's not to create jobs. It's not any of that. But let's see who he really is first for. These are his tweets. Thank you to Wayne Allen Root for the very nice words. Quote, President Trump is the greatest president for Jews and for Israel in the history of the world. Not just America. He is the best president for Israel in the history of the world. And the Jewish people in Israel love him. Like he's the king of Israel. They love him like he is the second coming of God. Now Trump retweets this out. Okay? This is another man's words, but he's retweeting it out. But American Jews don't know him or like him. They don't even know what they're doing or saying anymore. It makes no sense, but that's okay. If he keeps doing what he's doing, he's good for all Jews, blacks, gays, everyone. And importantly, he's good for everyone in America who wants a job, end quote. And Trump goes, no, 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 wait a minute. There's only one king of Israel and the world, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. I am not the second coming of God. I am a man. Does he do that? Does he stop him? Does he correct him? No, he doesn't. 
He loves the praise of men. He loves the applause of men. And he says, wow. You know, this has been a test. I'll agree with Jim Baker, the false teacher that he is. This has been a test for Christians. But it hasn't been a test of whether you're a Christian. Well, in one way, I, I guess it can be looked at that way. But I can tell you this. Most Christians have failed this test. They're undiscerning about the law. They're undiscerning about Scripture. They don't even know what Scripture says. Let me, let me tie this all together. I told you the Bible speaks to justice. Justice is a, a big issue uh, for God. Deuteronomy 32.4 says, The rock... His perfect, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice, a God of faithfulness and without iniquity. Just and upright is he. God is. Psalm eighty nine fourteen says, Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Again, you know, all throughout the scripture, this is something that comes over and over and over and over. And Bradley uses the phrase, he says, justice is what guards our liberty. If you don't administer justice, you're not going to preserve liberty. You know why? Because you just embolden the criminals. This is what I've been saying all the time throughout the show here. The criminals that you guys in the chat room who are going Trump 2020, and you know they're criminals just as much as I do. You know this. Yet they continue to attack the guy that you support. Now, why is that? It's because your guy... Yeah, well, that's the question, isn't it, Jim? If something's coming like Dana Coverstone... Let me break off just to say, if something's coming like David Dana Coverstone has just said, where do you think they're going to put Trump? Yeah, I know, Joe. Just don't buy into the Q version of that. They're playing you, man. Psalm 82.3. Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. Anybody heard of Schaefer Cox? In a black site prison in Terre Haute, Indiana. One not authorized by Congress. Kept in there with Muslim terrorists. Floor is frozen at times, heated up to where you can't stand it on at times. One of his, one of the people in the, the area that he was in was murdered as a Christian, almost beheaded by the Muslims there while the guards didn't intervene. Has been in prison away from his family for a crime he didn't commit, one he was set up by the FBI through. They planned to murder him and his family, his little kid and his wife. And in God's providence, some guy came out of nowhere, sort of blew the cover on that. Anybody heard of that? Yeah, he's still in jail. Where's some mercy shown in that situation? I mean, Trump is throwing out all kinds of pardons for people who actually committed crimes and were convicted of crimes. They actually committed them. 
while others who've committed crimes, we know they've committed crimes. We've seen the evidence. We don't need any more investigations. You guys waiting on Durham to come out and indict a bunch of people and I'm sorry to say you're going you're in for a rude awakening because you're just not seeing what's going on. You're not seeing it for the WWE match that it is. In Isaiah 117, we're told, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, and plead the widow's cause. In Micah 6 8, he has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice? to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. And then here's the, the one that I mentioned earlier. Luke eleven forty two. These are the words of the Lord Jesus. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and every herb. That's what the tithe was, by the way. It wasn't money. It was what their produce was, their firstborn of their flocks, all these kinds of things. But you neglect justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done, that was the tithing, without neglecting the other, justice and the love of God. They go hand in hand. They're not separate things. And the problem is, is that over and over and over and over, we're seeing the justice and the love of God being left off. Uh, Mark, they don't work. I'm not misinformed. I'm not misguided. The point that I'm saying is, it has never been proven that if you take a vaccine, that it prevents any disease. That's what I said. Understand the difference between what you just said and what I said. But folks, here's the thing. The justice has been left off. I've just given you a couple of examples here. Okay? Just a couple. And some of you, like Eddie, will continue on in your blindness. And you know what? You're going to get what you deserve. He hasn't stood up for the unborn dawn. He's funded more murders under Planned Parenthood in fiscal year 2018 to 2019. He's given more money in that time. And there's been more baby murders in that time. And I've got the documents on SonsLibertyMedia.com. Put in Trump and Planned Parenthood. And you'll see it. Than any other president in history. It's not what he says, it's what he does. And he continues to do it. He continues to spend you and your children and my children into debt. And instead of bringing justice, he's bringing lawlessness. What's coming to America is coming because no justice will be brought. That's the point. Okay? You guys have a great day. 23 hours, we'll be back with you. See ya.